0: We're going to take the next few moments this morning and look at a story in the Bible. And I am titling this message this morning, Only Jesus. Only Jesus. And we're going to be looking at a story in the Bible. So if you've got a Bible, you can pull that out. If not, no worries at all. My main man, Guard, is going to put the scripture up on the screen as well. We're going to be reading from Matthew chapter 11, verses 27 through 30. And this is what the... Bible says Jesus resumed talking to the people but now tenderly the father has given me all things to do and say this is a unique father-son operation coming out of the father and son intimacies and knowledge no one knows the son the way the father does nor the father the way the son does but I'm not keeping it to myself I'm ready to go over it line by line with anyone willing to listen. Jesus goes on and says, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me. And you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. This is one of my all-time favorite passages in the scriptures, in the English Standard Version, the, the ESV translation of the Bible. It says that Jesus says, For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So come, all who are labor, and I will give you rest for your souls. This morning, I believe that God wants to speak to us through His Word. And I'd love to take the next few moments and just unpack what I believe Jesus has in store for us. But before we get going any further, would you guys just pray with me real quick? Jesus, thank you so much for these moments right now that we get to share together as a community. Would you speak to us, Father God, both collectively and also individually? Holy Spirit, would you move and work in this place in whatever way that you want to? Jesus, would it be only you? We thank you so much for this time that we get to be together. And we thank you so much that the Seattle Sonics are coming back 2020. In Jesus' name, everybody said? Amen. Amen. You know what's going to happen, guys. And I'll be sitting courtside, and it's going to be wonderful. But I'd, I'd like to take these next few moments, if I could, and talk about this idea of rhythm. Rhythm. The Bible mentions this word rhythm, and I find it interesting because everything that we do in life has a rhythm to it. Our life itself is made up of a rhythm. And if you look all the way back to the very first book in the Bible, the book of Genesis, we see God speaking life into the world with a rhythm. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, God opens up the scriptures with the verse, In the beginning, God. And then following that, there's this rhythm of God speaking life into the world. The Bible says, And God said, Let there be light. And God said, Let there be expanse. And God said, Let the water swarm. And God said, let the earth sprout vegetation. And God said, let there be lights in the expanse. And God said, let there be living creatures on the earth. And God said, let us make man in our image. Almost every three verses in the very first book of the Bible, we see God speaking life into the world with a rhythm. You could say that rhythm is inherently within us from the creator god himself but then as many of you know a few verses later or a few chapters later in genesis chapter 3 the first humans ever male and female first episode of naked and afraid okay i know you guys see that i know you watch at home they fall into this thing called sin and all of the sudden since they are no longer in connection with God, they are out of rhythm. And ever since that moment in Genesis chapter 3, you and I have been trying to get our rhythm back. We've been trying to get back into the rhythm of life that God originally intended for us. Now, I don't know about you, but... I love to be, like, in rhythm. I love to be, like, in routine. I like to have all my stuff scheduled. I like it when my wife picks out what I wear to church on Sundays. I enjoy waking up early. I enjoy getting to the airport, like, eight hours before my flight takes off. Like, I like my rhythm. I like to be in routine. Maybe you can relate to that. I remember a a few years ago, I got invited to go to a Young Life camp in Arizona, for some training. And I ain't ever been to Arizona before, but like Young Life was paying the way, so I was like, first class, gonna get that fruit and cheese platter, it's gonna be great. And I like, you know, they arranged for a shuttle to pick me up the day I was supposed to fly out. And I remember packing like board shorts and flip-flops and tank tops. And I was like, oh, I'm going to Arizona. This is gonna be great. But the shuttle never came to pick me up. So now I'm, like, scrambling, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, i got to wake up one of my buddies, so he's got to take me to the airport. Finally get to the airport, like, late to my flight, so I'm, like, bobbing and weaving through security, pushing little old ladies out of the way, like, i got to get to Jesus. Get out of my way. Finally show up at the gate, and then the flight's delayed. So now I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, good heavens, what's happening? Finally get on the flight, land in Arizona. There was people coming from other states for this training, and they kind of arranged for like a minivan to pick us all up and take us to the camp. And I get into the car and I'm looking at the other people and I'm like, what are these people wearing? Like, who are these people? Like, they're in like jeans and like yoga pants and like wool socks and boots and like big Patagonia jackets with like beanies on. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like We're in Arizona. Like, I'm in flip-flops. What are you? And I'll never forget. The driver of this car said, Kramer, do you know what part of Arizona we're going to? And I said, No. I just know Arizona's hot. He said, We're going to Flagstaff, Arizona, and it just snowed 18 inches last night. And I will never forget, I kid you not, I'm walking around this whole week at this camp in flip flops and board shorts and a t shirt. And everyone's like, who oh, is this idiot? <laughs> but I remember having this emotion of that whole week feeling out of rhythm and out of sorts. I think we can all relate to this idea and emotion of wanting to be in rhythm and the desire to not be out. Of rhythm. But maybe for you this morning you find yourself in a place where you're out of rhythm is your marriage is in a place where you didn't think it would be and you're kind of losing your rhythm with your husband or your wife and, and you don't know what's quite going on. Or maybe your rhythm that you're feeling out of is you just lost your job or the financial security that you had is gone, and all of a sudden the life that you're accustomed to, you can no longer live in it, and you're feeling out of rhythm. Maybe your family just got hit with cancer, or a loved one just passed away, and the rhythm of life that you're trying to figure out how to live since they're not in it anymore is excruciatingly painful. Maybe you're a high school or middle school student in here and you're trying so hard to figure out how to fit in in school but you can't really understand what to do or where to go and the rhythm is starting to exhaust you. Maybe you're a parent in here and your home life with your kids is just not what you thought it was going to be and you're trying your best and you're trying to do all you can but the rhythm just feels off. I think we can all relate to this emotion and desire to live within a certain rhythm. My question is, is it the right rhythm? Are we living in the rhythm of life God created us for, or are we just going through the motions? Now many other pastors or leaders would tell a guy like me, hey, make sure you share a story from a while ago. Make sure you don't ever share something that maybe is happening right now in your life so you don't look weak. Make sure that you you know share stuff from a little bit ago so that way you don't let actually people into what's going on with you. Well, I guess I'm not many pastors. I'm wearing skinny jeans for goodness sake. But... To be honest, these past five weeks for me, I've been out of the rhythm that I feel like God has created me for. Just about a week back, I found myself at the doctor's office. They had to run some tests on me and do a little bit of blood work, and it came back. and The doctor asked me, "Hey, are, you know, what's going on?" You've been feeling a little stressed or anxious, and I'm like, Yeah, I, I guess so. And he says, Well, this is your body, Kramer, telling you that it needs to shut down, that it can't go anymore, that that it is so exhausted that you just need to stop. And I've been having this emotion in these moments the past five weeks where I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't care about anything. I didn't even really feel like getting up to move. You ever have those moments when you just feel like life seems pretty bland and it keeps kicking you down and it's so hard to get back up? I was overwhelmed and exhausted, feeling like I can't ever catch up, that I won't ever be able to do enough, that I need to achieve more, that I need to work harder. And then I found this passage. This passage in the scriptures that we just read this morning. And Jesus asks a question. He says, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on all this achieving and maintaining and doing? And my heart sank. And my eyes swelled up. And from everything within me, I just wanted to shout, yes, I am. God, what do you want me to do? I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. Where are you, God? And I was just wrecked by the scriptures. This next verse, it says, Jesus says, come to me. Come to me, Jesus, but I I can't. Not like this. Not so worn down. You don't, no, come to me. I'll show you how to live freely and lightly. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. The Bible goes on and and Jesus invites us into unforced rhythms of grace. There's that word again, rhythm. And I felt like Jesus was speaking to me in this overwhelming sense that the rhythm of life that I was living in was not the rhythm that He had created me for. Church, did you know that Jesus is inviting you into a rhythm of life with Him. The rhythm of only Jesus can bring us back to a place of peace and joy in His fullness. You see, I am completely not okay with us having wonderful services on Sunday, but by noon on Monday, we're stressed out. I am completely unwilling to sacrifice following Jesus with everything that is within me just so I can achieve status and success in whatever way you and I would choose to define it. You see, when we put our hopes and our trusts and when we place our rhythm and build our rhythm around things that we think will never fade, like a job, financial security even family and friends, the stuff and possessions that we have, the next vacation that we're living for, when we choose to build our lives around those things, then all of the sudden, when something happens to one of those things, we find ourselves out of rhythm. We don't know what to do. You know, the Bible says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. As if to say that His rhythm never changes. The rhythm of only Jesus is constant. So if you are connected to Him and you are building your life around Jesus, then all of a sudden you find yourself in a rhythm living with Him, walking with Him, working with Him, and watching Him. The rhythm of only Jesus never changes. Even if you can't feel Him, even if you can't see Him, He is consistent, and His love and His grace towards you and I is constant. Do not miss that, church. Only Jesus is consistent, and His love and His grace towards you and I is constant. And even when we don't feel like it, even when it seems like life's just a little too much, Don't lose sight of the fact that Jesus is calling and inviting to you, come to me. Come to me. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Give your entire attention to what God is doing in your life right now. Some of you, your Sunday... Is already ruined and preoccupied because you're so stressed and worried about your Monday. We're always saying, but God, tomorrow I gotta make sure I do this and I gotta work harder here and I gotta do that. No. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. But God, I've got to make sure I achieve and maintain, and I gotta keep going, I gotta keep climbing. No. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. But God, I'm so tired. I'm so worn out. I can't come to you. Not not like this. What? No, get away with me. I'll show you how to take a real rest. I'll show you my rhythm. The rhythm of only Jesus. The unforced rhythms of my grace. This is my own journey right now, church. My favorite preacher, who happens to be my little sister, told me that the greatest sermon that you could ever preach is just an expanded devotion of what God is doing on the inside of your own soul. And Jesus is teaching me, don't worry about tomorrow. Kramer, don't worry about tomorrow. I've taken care of the lilies of the field. How much more will I take care of you? I've taken care of the sparrows of the air. How much more will I take care of you? Come to me. I've got you today. I've got you tomorrow because I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. So walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. I'm tired, church. I'm downright exhausted. And maybe some of you this morning are a little tired. A little worn out. Life's just been a little too much. Well, I want you to know that when you are steeped in Jesus, only Jesus, nothing more and nothing less, and you come to the conclusion that Jesus is enough your soul And your spirit shifts from a place of tiredness and exhaustion into a place of His unforced rhythms of grace. And you start watching Him and working with Him and seeing how He does it, and you watch Him take care of every need, every desire, every worry, and every fear that you and I could ever imagine. His yoke is easy, church. And his burden is light. And he is inviting us to come into his fullness. He is inviting you and me to enter into his rhythm. Our circumstance may not change. And I want you to hear that. Your circumstance may not change. But the position and the posture of your heart and your soul will be put into the rhythm and the peace of only Jesus. The Bible says that God holds you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Him. Walk with Him. Work with Him. Watch Him. And you will be held in that perfect peace. You will be held in the rhythm and in the joy that comes from only Jesus. Only Him, church. Would the desire and the song of our hearts be only Jesus? Because Jesus is enough. Only Him. Would you pray with me this morning? Lord Jesus, we thank You so much that You invite us into a new rhythm of life with you. We thank you so much, Lord Jesus, that in your word it says that you will not lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on us, but that you desire for us to live in relationship and rhythm with you. Church, I would never do anything to embarrass you at all. But if you're in here tonight and you're saying, you know what, I want to be in this new rhythm with Jesus. Sure, I've been following Jesus for some time now, but I want to experience this new rhythm of only Jesus. I would like to invite you, I'm going to count to three. And when I say three, you can just throw your hand up and put it right back down. Just an outward expression of what God is doing on the inside of you. If you want to be in that new rhythm with Jesus, one, Jesus loves you. Two, your life will never be the same. Three, Jesus invites you into that rhythm of full peace and full joy and his fullness. Go ahead and throw your hand up and put it right back down. Father God, we thank you so much for your grace and your mercy and your love. Holy Spirit of God, would you move and work in our lives? Would you give us enough courage to follow you into your rhythms of grace. Lord Jesus, we love you. Would only you, Jesus, be the desire of our hearts. And it's in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Church, we're going to sing one more song together this morning. And this song has been an anthem of my soul for this past few months. So I would love if you would stand with us this morning and let's worship Jesus together because he and he only is enough.